It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, Bryce. Wow, you sound tired. I'm a little tired. Gonna make it through the podcast? I don't know, man, because it's been like I've been here for 17 hours straight trying to get our computer working. And you got to stay wide awake just like I did while watching Zone of Interest. Oh. <laughs> yes, I heard it that that movie just enraptured you. You could not. Okay, could not, could I'd like to put it. something to bed right now. I was awake through that entire movie, no matter what Jim says. And I'm going to say something's going to come on later in this episode that will prove him wrong. Whatevs. And we also have the Merman. Yeah. What's that t-shirt you got on? Something Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Warsy. Yes. What is it? It looks like it's Tetris. It's Star Wars Tetris. You know, we don't have the hour it takes me to explain this to you. Okay. Thran. Who's Thran? Let's just say. Is that his name? Thran? Let's just say it's a Mads Mikkelsen character. And his name's Thran? Just go. <laughs> I want to know who Thran... Okay, fine. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Well, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash filmrageyyc. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. And we'll watch it if it played anywhere in the world in a cinema and it is not a children's movie. Yes. Now, let's get to Region. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know why I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Music. I am like I hate, so into this I hate music because it sounds like I'm a clown. This music's so uh, good. It's uh, not you that's the clown, Murray. You're what's that? No, what's it's that clown famous, music? What's that famous song? 
Send in the clouds. Yes. You're and not, you're you not really are helping. sending them in. You're not really helping. Uh, okay, so apparently you went right. to see three movies. This we week. did. Uh, uh, and I never heard of two of them and only heard of the one because it's got some Oscar nominations. What? So, yeah, these are the three movies I probably would never even thought to go see. Uh, what? But you love the Oscars. Here we go. Uh, memory. Yes. Yeah. It looked interesting. Uh, kind of like Memento, but not really as... M- Memoriento? Not, 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 re- not really as uh, detective-y. Just some guy who apparently can't remember shit. And he's okay with that. I guess that's like Memento. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's the trailer I saw. It's about as uh, far away from Memento. As I don't can... know. It looked pretty... I don't know. I, I think you guys probably both love that one, so let's mondo that up. All right. I don't even remember what I gave any of these, so I'll be surprised when I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can just change it to whatever I tell you it is. Yeah, there oh, you I go. Got, I could, I guess. Uh, then we got Zone of Interest, yes. which is uh, one, Zoy. Of, one of the <laughs> 10 films Zoy. that is Zoy. nominated for Best Picture, which hadn't even come out yet. So somebody saw it somewhere and nominated it, but yeah, it came out last this it, week here. Well, so. yeah, it got it got a release last year. All it has to do is get a release in like and one theater, and then I, it can be nominated. Probably in Poland. I could swear it said UK on the producer, the origin of the film, uh-huh. but I didn't hear any English in the trailer. Actually, I didn't hear any talking in the trailer. That's the problem. I have there, no, there was no English. freaking idea what this movie is and about. And there wasn't any talking in the trailer, which is perfect. Yeah, yes. the, way the, the trailer tells be. you nothing about the movie. I what wish. It's gonna, like, this mo- this, if I went to this movie based on the trailer, I wouldn't go to it because I had no idea what it's about. And see, I would It's a Holocaust movie. Win. Yeah, I, I know because I read about it. <laughs> but but just if I just went to the movie just watching the trailer... I was like, what the hell is this about? I so, have no idea. So, Merman, based on the trailer, what did you think we read? Uh, I don't know. I, I think based on the Oscar buzz and Ooh. knowing you guys, ah. I think maybe it was a man. And apparently one of you fell asleep. I'm not saying who. Okay. I can I, don't, I can't. Guarantee. I can't vouch for Jim because I don't know. He might have fallen asleep, but I absolutely did not. Yeah, well. Well. I can so I can one hundred percent positively confirm that in my opinion, I could be wrong. That if Bryce is snoring in a movie, he's sleeping, and there is a scene which I'll talk about soon, and he at on the ride home he said that wasn't in the movie, and I'm like it was probably one of the most pinnacle scenes in the movie, and yet you tell me it was not in the movie. It's all lies. All right. Well, sure. we'll find out. Anyway, yeah, so I think you guys met that I'm one. I'm going to ask him to describe the scene that's yeah. in the movie. Act it out for you. I'm going to get him to act it out for you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, be prepared. I, I don't think you guys loved it, I'm guessing. So, maybe a man. Okie doke. And the last one is Origin, which, again, I had no idea what the hell's about. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it looked very intense, mm-hmm. very story filled. Yeah. So there, there's, there's some story. I think maybe you mondo that one. Okie dokie. Both of them. You're, you're saying we agreed on everything this week. <sighs> That's yeah, well. usually pretty rare. Oh, well. Are you sure about that? Anyway. Don't want to change any of them? No. All you right. think he's going to he's gonna give Matt because he didn't see the whole movie in that Maybe. One. Okay. All right, well, we're going to talk about memory. 
Do you remember what you gave this now? Or is your memory uh, kind of going a bit? I've got it written down somewhere, so hopefully, Good I, thing because hopefully I find that piece of paper before I'm done talking about it. Because your memory isn't as great as it used to be. Memory stars Jessica Chastain as Sylvia and Peter Sarsgaard as Saul. Saul can't remember and Sylvia can't forget. <gasps> dum, dum, dum. They are two people that seem to be not able to make anything but ill-advised decisions in their lives. And yet I found myself pulling for both of them. The film relies heavily on the performances of the two lead actors, and they are up to the task of taking a fairly paper-thin story and giving it depth with their portrayals. Not a great movie, but worth a watch after as far as I can remember... Memory was meh. Okay. Short and sweet. Now you talked about um, Murray's uh, t-shirt, but did you notice what t-shirt I'm wearing today? Meh. There you go. All right. So two damaged souls, Jessica Chastain, who is running from her past and her alcoholism and Peter Sarsgaard, who's trying to remember his. See how we did there? We both kind of spun that entrance a little bit differently. A little bit differently. Yeah, yeah. I kind of liked yours better, but I'm not going to lie. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it was good. I liked it. One one can't forget and the other one. Yeah, it's it's true. Uh, So this is a story that takes a lot of time to get to, where it's going and along the way, we get to see these two great actors at the absolute top of their game. Through the film, we really don't get to know Jessica's story fully until we get to almost the end. But we do know she doesn't trust men. She's That is an understatement. She's 13 years sober, has a daughter, and is not doing so well. Plus... She has an estranged relationship with her mother, which we don't really know why. All the people she did have in her life are all super supportive, and she has a great support system, and you feel that she is not ever going to heal fully from wherever her past is. She meets Skarsgård's character by what seems like intention on his part but we quickly find out his memory is going and it comes and it goes and it comes and it goes there are surprises in this film as it unfolds and the characters are fairly well developed as you've already alluded to Mm. so we do get to know them but i kind of got lost in the middle and it started to feel it was getting a little draggy i like this a lot because you do connect with these leads and the peripheral, peripheral characters, but it seems actually a little long and it really wasn't that long of a film at an hour and 39 minutes, but it felt long to me. So my memory- It, it did feel longer than that. Right? Yeah. It did. So so to me, that's not it's not a good test. Like we're going to talk about another movie that was two hours and 20 minutes. And I, I thought it was only 20 minutes went by. I was like, I want the other two hours of this movie. Um, so yeah, I- um, if my memory serves me correctly, mm. and then I forgot a little bit. Wait, huh? Huh? Oh, I do remember. This was a man. 
Double man. You know what that means? <laughs> yeah, right. Good luck with that, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Just pick one. It's, pick one it's going to be one of these. You think it's one of these? Yeah. Try that. Oh, oh baby. <laughs> nice. It's not going to change. Uh, yeah, my buttons are now... Uh, His buttons are... They're now uh, unlabeled. Yeah, well... We'll let everybody know we had a lot of technical difficulties Just today. A bit. We're recording at 1 a.m. and we all have to work tomorrow at 4 a.m. So it's it's <laughs> we're already tired. <laughs> and what are you talking if, about? If, if Bryce Why are you asleep, lying to if, the people? If Bryce is falling asleep in the podcast, it's only. I don't. I, why would I, I? There's no way I would fall asleep in the podcast. I'll sleep just as much through this podcast as I did from through Zone of Interest, which uh, is not at all. All right. Well, we'll, well find out later. It's a good thing his fingers are on the button this time. Then. That's true. Can we unpack? Like, did we need that awkward sex scene in this movie, Memory? Mm, no, there was a couple odd things in it, though. And it's like, yeah. But I forgave them all. But at the same time, it's the 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 combination of all of them made this movie mad. Yeah. It's, it you know, is. The th and the thing is, is that it is two superior performances yep. in just an okay written movie. Yeah. I think, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, yeah, the, I mean, uh, Jessica Chastain's one of those characters that I find she either knocks it out of the park or it's painful to see her on screen. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. What do you think? Uh, like, there's seen some of her. I've, I'm just kind of like, never, she doesn't fit the character. Yeah, I've never. What was that I've action never, movie she was in? And she was oh, well, terrible the, in that. With all the women? Yeah, yeah the, the one. But the five, she, six, three, or the three, but one, she, nine. But she was four, terrible four, in that. Like, it wasn't just. What was it called? I don't know. Isn't that Ray Mysterio's movie? The six, the, the six, six, one, nine? Six, six, six cents? Six, yeah, well, that's uh, San Diego. He's from San Diego, right? That's the the the, the area code there. Is that way six, one, nine? Yeah. He's from San Diego? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, know. so anyway, she was not learned so I, I learned you something today. I learned something, yeah. <laughs> Look at you two learning stuff. I didn't think she was great in that. And I you know the movie was terrible, but... The 355, is sure. that what yeah. it is? There you go. Sure. Well, now I got to look it up because I... Why? Because I don't know what it was. The, it, it was a 355. So, who cares? Touchdown, Bryce. Okay. This is the greatest moment of my life, let's, and I feel like you guys are downplaying let's it. Move on. Yeah, let's I move remembered on. something. Okay, but okay. More importantly, which was my fucking question was. I don't was, remember your question. Uh, was Jessica Chastain's performance in the movie? I believe uh, she was three five five. Yeah, she was awful in it. I believe she, she was, was fine. She was awful. She was everybody, also in that. Everybody was awful in it. It was an awful that, movie. That, yeah, but the movie could still be. She was also in that last X Men movie too. I don't and know what that is. The what's one with uh, what's her name? Yeah, she wasn't uh, good in that either. She's terrible. I yeah. think where I think where she goes outside of her, I don't know. I want to say boring personality, potato like, sure, adjacent root vegetable. I think potato? she stretches herself. She's she can hit it, and I feel when she's playing like dialing in, in. Yeah, when she's phoning it in, she can't do it. Maybe that's sure. it. That's what I'm saying. That's my prediction. I thought you guys liked that SARS guard guy. Oh, I, I, I did. love Peter Sarsgaard. But Peter, Peter's Peter Sarsgaard isn't a Skarsgård. No, he's not a Skarsgård. No, he's, he's a Sarsgaard. He's a Sarsgaard. He's a Sarsgaard, not a Skarsgaard. <laughs> but yeah, we like him. He did good. He was he was he was he great. Was great. She was great. They were both super great. All just the peripheral characters not were great. Good enough, apparently. Yeah, no, no, the, they were just, they were as they great were, as they, they could be. The, and the characters were great. And yeah. it just the movie just didn't quite get there. Yeah. 
It was good. I enjoyed it. I did. It was. I would say if was, anybody wants to kill 90 whatever minutes. And, yeah, an hour and 39 minutes. And you want to see two really good, good actors, actors doing their thing. See it. Absolutely see it. Yeah. If you're expecting it to be like the Memento? best movie of the year. Well, or no. Memento. It's not that. <laughs> no, it's definitely <laughs> not Memento. that. It's, and there's some weird, awkward sex scenes when her daughter's like right next door. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, what? And Why then, are you fucking this guy when your 13-year-old daughter is like yeah, right at the door? Kind of weird. But then, you know, she was... She was a drunk, so... She was a little odd. Yeah. All right. Well, we also got to see a movie called The Zone of Interest. Yes, we did. So this is the part in the podcast where Bryce is going to portray um, who I guess we want to say is what this film is all about, which is Rudolph Haas. His his action after having sex with one of their servants one of their Jewish servants and then has to go down into his sex dungeon to clean his wiener off so Bryce can you tell the listeners in particular this scene what you thought of it I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) yes he doesn't know what I'm talking about because this is when he was snoring and all of us in the theater were looking at Bryce, and I didn't wake him because I'm like, no, you know what? You deserve this. I don't know what you're talking about. I I was not sleeping through any of this movie. So you're saying that you fully you fully remember him having to clean his wiener off after having sex with his his no. Jewish servant. No, I don't, I don't remember that. Okay, perfect. I remember the... What part do you remember before you fell asleep? I remember all of it. All right. <laughs> so I did. By the way, no, I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> You're right. It's it's practically proven here. I just want someone to go look on the internet and look into the part where he has to clean his wiener off, and okay. and then it's just proven fact. So this is by far the most horrifying film about Auschwitz that I have ever seen in my life. Mm. It's all about contrast to what we see and what we know about what it is and what it was. The music is harsh and extreme at times and the visuals of the Haas family which were filled with joy and color, weighs heavy on the sounds of gunshots and screaming that come from the background of almost every single scene. Not once during the film do we see what happens in the concentration camp. What we see is billows of smoke as the family conducts their lives, as they go swimming or play in the pool or play in the garden. All the while their house is right next door to the wall that separates them from what is going on from the other side of this wall. This film is stark and contrasting and horrific as they try to humanize this family whose problems of relocating to another concentration slash death camp is the worst of their worries and inconveniences the mother to absolutely no end. The whole time they we are oblivious to the suffering right up until the very end when they bring us to modern day in contrast shot of the entrance to Auschwitz and the staff 
as they prepare to open the museum to the public with the rooms full of memories of the people that died at the hands of the Nazis. I can't imagine how these amazing actors felt as they went through the process of making this film. I can't imagine anyone getting, and I'm doing quotes here, heavy quotes, method in the portrayal of Rudolf Haas. It isn't spoken in this film, but you know that all the servants that they worked with in the house are Jews. And in one particular scene that Bryce was asleep in, mm. I can still hear and feel the torment of our actors over his snoring. As you know, the Hoss rapes one of his servants and then goes down into a sex dungeon to clean his junk off to not offend his wife with the scent that was almost too much to take as everything in this family seemed natural and deserving and they were all oblivious to the world around them except for Mr. and Mrs. Haas who were truly despicable people. This film was haunting and brilliant and traumatizing. I will never forget it. This film was so fucking amazing. I loved every frame of it. I loved the music and how it how it came in. Sometimes it was so loud it almost woke Bryce up, but it didn't. He still slept through some of the most amazing sound effects. Now, over to you. Mm. <laughs> Ditto. <No. laughs> but- <laughs> the zone of interest is a look at the Holocaust in a way that I have never seen before. Jonathan Glazer takes us alongside the perpetrators of evil and has us viewing the horror from their point of view without actually showing anything. Rather than t- telling the story from the victim's point of view, you experience life as it was for so many as unspeakable atrocities occurred just on the other side of that wall that allows you to live you know, the wall that allows you to live with yourself in that moment when you, you know, for the, for these characters, um, it is an uncomfortable look at a family disturbingly basically becoming evil. Um, this is a hard film to watch, but one that should be watched. Uh, the zone of, uh, the zone of interest was uncomfortable, unflinching and Mondo. Yeah. That it's, um, and I, and I'm, positive i was awake through the whole thing okay you know what when you when you go back and watch it a second time which i think you should yes i think people should see this a couple times because um the first time it's just it's just trying to get yourself centered as you watch the film because you know what you know things like you know what's happening because it's it's happening right beside auschwitz like you know this shit and and the sound mix in this is so brilliant that yeah because you hear what's going on you hear the screams and the and 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 the gas sounds and they're just going along with their everyday life yeah and they're just like la 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 and the kids are playing and it's it's so contrast to every holocaust film like oh there's there's never been anything like this and 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 it, by not showing anything and just hearing it while they're having you know, the time of their lives sometimes makes it more effective than anything yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it, it's truly, truly horrifying to... Because, you know, and it, the, it's the director's intent truly to try and show how people who who can be human, who are human, can also at the same time be monsters. Right, like just yeah. terrible, terrible monsters. Like, 
Um, I mean, if you take the sound out from behind, you know, all of a sudden, this seems seems like oh, what a nice little family. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> until that? you get to the scene you're describing. Yeah, well, then that you know what that scene is just. It's like one piece. It's kind of like a pivotal moment where you know, okay, he's a he's a monster because you know he's going to work every day to tell them to do stuff. Put in Cyclone B now, and mm-hmm. and and then you find out. Oh wait, on top of that, he's also raping his servants. Yeah, and, and you're just like, what? <laughs> like if they, I almost, I kind of, I don't even know how I feel about that scene now because it's like it almost made him too much a monster at that time. It was like. No, I kind of liked it where they were showing that he wasn't monster. And then by adding the scene in, it makes it like, okay, so you just want to prove he's a monster. It's like, let's throw this in there to show how terrible he actually he is. He actually is. He's not yeah. hiding from anybody. So yeah. I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm Honestly, before in. that, it was like, you know, he just seemed like someone that was going along with yeah. it because, you know, this this is the time they were in. This is yeah. what was expected of him. But then all of a sudden he takes he show they show him taking that step over the line where no he's he's he's, he's also just, just he's evil. A e- evil person yeah yeah I mean he says how much he hates them and then he he rape well you know and it doesn't come off as rape and you don't get to see the actual rape it's just a scene where you know you it's know her, what part of her yeah. her job is to service him as well so yeah this I don't know Murray have you seen many Holocaust films like. You've no, obviously seen Schindler's List. I I'm didn't assuming. see that one either. Oh no! It's one of the few. Have Spiller, you seen Spiller any movies? I no, it's not really a topic. I'm really that I want to really see exposed. Mm. But because yeah, the World War II is a horrible time, and just I'm glad I wasn't alive for that. Because yeah, I couldn't imagine living through all that stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. So Jonathan Glazer. Yes. How many films do you think he's directed? I don't know. 20? I, I thought he's directed way more films than he has. 20? Because I was like, you know, maybe we should be looking at Jonathan Glazer on our lists. And he's done five? You're closer with five than you are with 20. <laughs> and do you want to hear something that's absolutely shocking? Yeah, sure. super shocking. It's under five. What? Four movies. Wow. Why yeah. do I think he's made everything? I don't know. He's made The Zone of Interest. Yeah, which is Mondo. He made Under the Skin, which was Mondo. Which is Super Mondo. He made Birth, which was meh. Uh, I thought that was Mondo. Okay. Me. There we go. It doesn't matter, though, because he made Sexy Beast, which was Mondo. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. So, I mean, he's, he's, another he's far one away. <laughs> so, I wonder, what is he making coming up? But because... he's only made four movies in 23 years. So, we're going to be dead by the time he gets to eight movies. Yeah, but maybe he's making three in the next year. You don't I, know that. I hope so, but yeah. Well, maybe he never had money before. So, yeah. now he's made... An Oscar buzz film, which yeah. he won't win for. He made, he made a movie in 2000, and then he he rushed one to production because he got it done in four years. He made one in 2004. <laughs> then he waited nine years for Under the Skin, which is a freaking masterpiece. It's a masterpiece, yeah. And then he waited another 10 years to make Zone of Interest. So he's, he's, got other he's getting slower. He's got, he's got other interests. So he's probably... Let's see. Four goes to nine, goes to ten years. So we should expect the next 12. one in about sixteen or seventeen okay. years. Mm-hmm. So in about tw- in the year twenty forty, we we'll can expect the next movie from Jonathan Glazer. Zone of interest too. The only problem is that's going to make him. Do do do. Ah, now he he should still be around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. 
2017 years. So he's well, he's going to be in his late 70s. So yeah. So right. as long as he doesn't go all clean, clean he's on us. On us. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we also saw. What else did we see? Origin. Origin. Original. Origin. It was original. Uh, Origin, directed by Ava DuVernay, is a hard film to describe. It follows the process that Isabel Wilkerson went through. What was the book called? I can't remember what the book was called. Was he asleep through this one, too? Uh, No, no, I was awake. It was called Cast, wasn't it? Cast. Yeah, Cast, and it had a subtitle. But anyways, follows the process that Isabel Wilkerson went through played brilliantly by the way by Anjanu um, Ellis Taylor as she wrote the book cast uh, which has some subtitle that I can't remember and that's kind of embarrassing but whatever eh, whatever people know they're gonna go look for her it is part biopic while at the same time documents the process of putting together a book <laughs> or perhaps it is the origin of a book huh, uh-huh. huh? Uh-huh. it has a multi-dimensional lead who throughout the film asks questions of herself, those around her, and ultimately me as I watch the thought-provoking thesis that she attempts to prove by the end of this film. The transitions from historic dramatizations to dramatizations of things currently going on in the world to Wilkerson's everyday life are seamless and effective. It is an important film to watch, and whether you agree with the ultimate conclusion by Wilkerson, it will definitely get the conversation started. A conversation worth having. Love this film. It was Mondo. Okay. Uh, I will agree. This is a unique, unique way of showing a biopic. Or was it um, how to write a movie about a novel mm. about cast. Mm. Uh, it starts out by going from scene to scene of making me cry for injustices to making me feel what real grief feels like in one of the most powerful scenes to depict grief ever to appear in film that I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Then it takes an almost uh, thesis discovery of caste systems around the world and how they are connected because I was so invested in what the story was about to tell me. I stopped finding faults in some of the film's structure and having things explained to me almost in a documentary style film to let me feel the film unfold and be less critical of something that I may have been more critical of had I not already been so invested in these great characters. The ending was very typical and maybe a little corny, but ultimately still made me cry again. So yes, it was a cry sandwich. Uh, so way to go, Ava Duvan- Duvadney? Duvernay. 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 Yeah, thank you. The writer-director of this. And Ingenue Ellis Taylor's oh. smile in this could melt the polar ice caps with the beauty it contained, and she was completely brilliant Yeah. in this as Il- Isabel Wilkinson. She, Wilkerson. Wilkerson. Yeah. yeah, thanks. She, she was uh, incredibly outstanding. I loved just seeing her face on screen. I could just watch her face on screen, how much emotion she could 
push through a scene just mm-hmm. with her facial expressions was I, I still can't get over like that scene of grief that she goes through and the leaves that are falling. Like there's a scene in there where yeah, I don't want to spoil done. it for people, but a lot of bad happens. A lot of bad happens to her in a short period of time. Yeah. And there's a scene that you just feel every inch of grief that she's going through. And yeah. Oh, of course it's going to make me start crying again. I don't think this solved the caste systems in the world, but I feel if everybody saw this movie, maybe they would be a little better for it. Mm -hmm. This is Mondo. I loved her. I loved the writer director. I loved every single thing about this movie, even though there were parts of it that was kind of like, yeah, that's kind of typical movie, but because of the style of the film, it was so unique. Yep. I never seen a biopic that was writing a book before. So. Yes. No, it was, it was very unique. And then the the way that it, it really melded like like real and and fiction and cuz it was it was a story and I'm sure I'm, I can't I'm I'm sure it was all pretty much true. I don't know cuz I don't I don't know much about her to be honest. Um but how it actually sprinkled in actual people that that are actual people, not just characters. Yeah into the movie playing themselves yeah. <laughs> was kind of cool as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty recent film and it's parts of it that were um, period. But um, yeah, yeah it, this was a great film. Yeah. And it's... Uh, it was it was a very unique film too, as I say. It's just like it did a lot of things that I hadn't seen done before. And it's, yeah. And was, it was two hours and 20 minutes that I thought went by like a breeze. And I was like, is it already, is it already over? Like... Yeah, I could no. watch her for another two and a half hours. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was very, very good. It was awesome. When Murray figures out where his buttons are, <laughs> we'll. Uh, oh, we can give it a try. All right, let's go. No, no, no that's no, not wrong, it. No, wrong, wrong. That's not it. No, no you no. knew that one. <laughs> He's terrible. That's the one. There we go. Mondo. <laughs> You're in so much trouble, guys. Yeah, well, you know what? We don't know what's going on at this time of night. Yeah, well, it's about to get worse. Oh, what? Anyway, uh, yeah, so that was it. So I got the ratings right, just the wrong movies. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Two Mondos and a Meh. I just Uh, flipped the one, that's all. He just flipped them. Yeah, fair enough, I guess. (laughs) Don't know that I can give you a pass. Is that a 33%? He's got a 33%. Yeah, he was for 33%. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I uh, don't really have anything. What? I don't even know what to say. Well, you must have something. Would you see? You usually like to tell people what you see on the movie channels and stuff. I didn't watch any movies. Well, I watched older movies, but nothing recent. Anything that you loved? Oh, just stuff I used to watch. No, TJ Hooker? Sure. Was it TJ Hooker in no, anticipation uh, of the new TJ Hooker movie? Uh, I watched. I did watch the trailer for TJ Hooker Roadhouse. Oh what, God! What's Roadhouse? Absolutely fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jakey. Jakey, as Patrick Swayze, and the Con- Jiggler, <laughs> and Conor McGregor is in it. Who's a former UFC fighter who basically everybody hates. And yeah, the story's ridiculous. Like, I 
had no intention of seeing this, but anyway. Sounds like a, a good rage dare for Bryce to see. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, it may be it may be a, a dare uh, sometime later, but. Uh, Anyway, yeah. No, I got nothing. Sorry. Ah, was all good? Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Um, what do they call that? A word season or something's happening sometime around here. And we're now starting to get some good movies. Like, do you remember? Uh, Your rage last... is that we're getting good movies? Wait for it. I'm, I'm doing a build to it. Oh. Yeah, I'm cleaning off well, my... Well, usually you get right into your rage. I'm cleaning off my wiener in the sex dungeon right now. Leave me alone. It's not a... It wasn't a sex dungeon for one thing. It was thing. just a dungeon. A, a little dungeon-y. Anyways. It was dark and... Dungeon like, um, yeah. So do you remember? I want to say last year, maybe it was even two years ago. We used to fear Januarys and Februarys because it's like when they released all the shit. Yeah. Well, what's happened this year is that for some reason all the stuff. There's no get, content. Well, no. <laughs> well, it's not that there's no content, but we're getting this odd late release of movies that did have a release at the end of last year in other cities, but we're just kind of getting them here now. And a lot of the time we're getting it because of the buzz that was around them. So we're getting these buzzworthy movies because it's award season later than we usually get them. And I'm not sure why it's happening that way this year. Like even the fact that perfect days is coming out. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like it's only, it's only coming out because it got nominated. If it didn't get nominated, we it probably wouldn't have this release date. See where this rage is going? Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah. I'm saying um, we still have all these other crappy movies we had to watch over Christmas time. Mm. Still playing in cinemas. And there's so much new content that we haven't even gotten our fair city. Mm. And like... The entire list of films that were nominated for Best International Films, we haven't, we haven't even got all of those. I haven't got them all yet. Yeah, no. and it's like, I've you know what? I've this is, seen them all, I think. I think I've seen them all, too, except for maybe one. Yeah. Um, but but um, it's pissing me off because we there was even a movie, I don't know, it was two weeks ago, and it was a film we both really wanted to see, and we didn't get it. It was like, okay, we well, just don't get it here. What, that Freud mm. thing? No, we got Freud. Oh, yeah. No, it was a different. It was a different film. I can't remember which one it was now. But what makes me angry is that there's. We now have cinemas that are in this city that are closing on Mondays. Mondays, Wednesdays, and 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 ones that they're having, like I want to say early early screenings on Wednesdays or whatever, right? Like, well, Crowfoot's only got early screening on Monday, right? Yeah. yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday, they're closed at seven thirty. Yeah. I mean, like, you have to buy your popcorn before the movie, otherwise you're screwed. But but the, the that's not so bad. 
Because those are the ones. Those ones Isn't are the it? ones. No, no, no. So because Crowfoot is ones that usually doesn't play anything good. It's just all the shit. But what pisses me off no, is, is Eau Claire. Mall. Yeah, no, that too. But, they only um, have five but Eau Claire, Eau Claire is where we get our art house for our new release art house. Yeah. And now they're, we, they're like, be gone. we, we, they had three art house movies, Murray. Yeah. And we watch movies on Mondays because that's the only day we get to watch them because yeah. we're busy. And we couldn't, we, we couldn't, they were, we couldn't even watch them. So we had to go with different days. Yeah. Late shows. yeah. So my rage is. I don't know what's happening with this world. Oh, I had the same rage last week. Mm. This is terrible. Because streaming services are taking over. Nobody's going to movies anymore, yep. and the cinemas are dying. You know what? You know what we need to do is we just need Tay Tay to continue to make concert films so people will go to the sure. cinemas. I That's... believe I believe Beyonce made one too. Well, there we go. Where is Beyonce now? <sighs> I don't know. No, I hate to tell you this, Jim, but that—that's not the answer. What? Yeah. What's I'm the answer? pretty sure the Metro- I don't know what the answer is. I'm pretty oh, sure that's me- not it. I'm pretty sure the Metropolitan Opera is not the answer. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. <laughs> they either. show that on the big screen too. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. The opera fans might like it. Sure, like they two, did, two of them, and they do. We're not called Opera Rage. No, we're not. Yeah, that's my know. rage. Yeah, well, I, rage I, I, didn't, week. I didn't even really understand what your rage was, but I know I agree with it. Just don't know exactly what it was. Okay, I don't know. All right. I actually had nothing prepared, but it just came to me. You know what my rage is this week? You didn't get People enough fall sleep asleep in the cinema. The no, I got no sleep in the cinema because I was watching movies that were really good. <laughs> my rage is Dyson Airblade hand dryers. Come on, Landmark, get rid of that crap. It doesn't dry my hands. They're terrible. What is going Ditto. on? Ditto. They're so bad. <laughs> Gotta use toilet so paper. So is it really their fault or is it Dyson's fault? Well, it's their fault for buying the bloody things. And it's Dyson, so they probably cost like $800 Twice each. Twice what they're worth. <laughs> so it's like, man. So it's one of those deals where it's like, you know, they've spent all this money. They're not just going to garbage them. They're like, ah, crap, we made it. But did nobody test these things before they put them in their theaters? No. I mean, I could I could literally wash my hands and then stand there for, Shake them I don't know. In the air? I could stand there for like 45 minutes trying to dry my hands with these bloody Dyson. Number one, they go on and off because they're not sensitive enough to, to stay on. And number two, it doesn't matter because they don't do anything. They're horrible. You know, so you what should... ends up happening is I'm like, I, I get frustrated about 10 seconds in and go, well, this is stupid. And I just walk away and dry my pants on my pants. Well, that's what your that's pants what were do. for. That's, that's why they made pants. <laughs> Anyways, that's my rage. You know what? You should just do like they do in the song. Shake your hands up in the air and wave them around like or... you just don't care. As Tay-Tay would say. What does Tay-Tay Shake it off. Shake it off. I don't know what that means. Just shake it off. Shake, shake, shake it off. It all gets me. comes back to Tay Tay. It all comes back to Tay Tay. I don't know what a Tay Tay is. <laughs> That's because you're uncultured. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. Oh, the lists. All right, folks, uh, if this is the first time you're hearing us, go to our website, filmrageyyc.com. Look at our page called The Lists, and you will find five lists. 
We've got the um, mesmerizing. We've got the repulsive. We have the doubted, and we have the undoubted. And then we have another list that is people who were at one point mesmerizing, but then they got punted. So it's been our push since we created the mesmerized list to think, you know what, people cannot be mesmerizing all the time. And apparently they're not. We thought they were. That's why we put them on the list. But when two mesmerizing actors get into a movie together, they got to mesmerize off. And mm. this week we had Peter Stormare versus Jeffy Goldblum in the challenge from the Murr last week, Lost World Jurassic Park 2. So I had a tough time with this one. And Bryce and I kind of talked about this off off podcast because I was kind of a little heartbroken on it because Storm Air really was, he was basically running from a dinosaur for four minutes of his five minutes and 37 seconds. Mm. So, I mean, how, how mesmerizing can you be running from a dinosaur? I mean, he did, no one could have done, ran from a dinosaur better than he did. He died pretty good. Yeah, he died. You know, he died off screen, but whatever. They do the they do the Jurassic Park death where they don't want to show the dinosaurs rip his flesh from his bones, so they show him fall down and then the the water turns red with blood. That's right. And then and then he, you know he's dead. So yeah, it kind of was a little unfair. It is what it is. He took the role. He did. True. He's taking a lot of roles. Yeah, unfortunately. He probably like a much of Minority Report either. Un- unfortunately, <laughs> was he in Minority Report? Well, yeah. I don't huh. think anybody else that's mesmerizing was in Minority that's Report. So. That's right. Well, then he would have been the most mesmerizing person in it. You know, you can still be mesmerizing even if you're not on our mesmerized list. You just can't be on the list unless you're always mesmerizing. Yeah. So unfortunately, Jeffy punted him. How do you know? You haven't got my opinion yet. Did, okay, was it? Who was more mesmerizing? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't talk for me. I'm saying it. It's obvious. It's really good news. Yeah, sometimes you think things are obvious and you're wrong. Oh, you mean like when you fell asleep in the movie and you were snoring uh, and you whatever. missed the whole wiener wipe? <laughs> oh. Wiener. Just, you are just. Hashtag wiener wipe. <laughs> Wiener gates happening right now. Did Bryce fall asleep or not? Wiener gate 2024. I did I did not fall asleep. Okay. <laughs> right. All right, Summer. Who are we going to try to punt next week? There's like nothing left on this list. This it's, is good. That means we might have the final mesmerized well, no, list I mean, until a new movie like, comes out. It's just all crap. It really is. Well, that's fine. All right. <clears throat> You asked for it. I did. I begged uh, for it. I just checked on our website. Yeah. Which I know Jim updates. I do. Uh, Jeffrey Rush is still around. Yes. Ooh. And the Macy's still around. <gasps> yes. I don't know if they've had this face off before. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, is it Mystery Man? It is Mystery Man. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Didn't I watch that for some reason? Not on ours. Not on our show. Right. He's probably just watched it because you're like, you know what I haven't seen? I am Pencilhead, and I am the son of Pencilhead. Sure. Right. You, you know, uh, you know, I am the Waffler, lighting crispy bad guys are history. This is going to be hard because, man, they are both so good in that movie. Oh, I know. <laughs> gonna be, you know who's also mesmerizing in that? Stiller? Is, no, 
<laughs> Keep guessing. I don't know who Paul else. Tom Rubens. isn't Tom. Paul Rubens is, oh. and Tom Waits is in that. Tom isn't he? Waits is in it. Like yeah. this, that the whole cast is mesmerizing. Yeah, it's, no, it, Tom it's tough. Is. You know what? I can't. I can't wait to watch this. This is gonna be the. This is gonna be a tough one. Yeah. Nice. All right. Murray, you just made my life. Sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> what? You, di you didn't make my life. You're kooky. Last week on Rage or Dare, the boys went to the audience dare bag of meh and pulled the long-awaited dare of Fast and Furious 6. Something tells me this may change the boys' perspective on our listeners' dare bag. This week, Bryce gets to choose from Jim's evil bag of rage, which I understand. Last week on <laughs> oh. Rage or Dare, that one wasn't my fault. the boys went to the audience dare bag of meh and pulled the long-awaited dare of the Fast and the Furious 6. Something tells me this may change the boys' perspective on our listeners' dare bag. <laughs> this week, Bryce gets to choose from Jim's evil bag of rage, which I understand he has freshly refilled for your viewing pleasure. Now, let's check in with Jim and Bryce and see if these Fast and Furious films age like a fine wine, getting better as time goes on, or if they're more like prison toilet wine. You know, trashy, but tasty. Oh, we're both Come on, Bryce. <laughs> Is he done? He, he got me. He got me. He does that. We're, we both were supposed to watch this? Uh, yes, we were both supposed to watch this. I watched it. Because oh, he loves this series so much. He owns them all. No, well, here's, here's the thing. I don't know what I'm watching anymore when I put one of these movies on because they're, they're, they're literally all the same. There's just... It's all about family. They all get together. All they're they're always in like different places and then they all have to be pulled together. Like it's the exact same formula every single time. Bunch of stupid car chases, bunch of improbable physics. We get introduced to Luke Hobbs this time around, which is Brock the Dwayne Johnson. It's but it's the same thing. We got pretty boy Paul Walker. Doing, and there's actually a joke in it at one point where they show this like really, really pretty lady and it's like, oh yeah, you look just how how did you get time to do this photo shoot? And it was like this, you know, this this pretty lady on, on, oh, on in the photo because he was pretty because he's he's pretty boy Paul Walker, so he's pretty oh, just like the. Yeah. At any rate, what a supreme waste of time. We got Gal Gadot who is Wonder Woman, perhaps uh, uh, the worst of, thing just, that's ever she happened. Is, she should almost movies. be on the freaking. Uh, repulsive list, Jordana Brewster. Like this is a this is a who's who of repulsive. Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Jordana Brewster, Gal Gadot. It just keeps on going on and on and on. Oh my goodness! You know who's not repulsive? Michelle Rodriguez and Ludacris. Ludacris. Yeah, he's not repulsive. He's, you know what? He's the best thing in this. Movie. I actually the guy don't went mind. To space. I, and I don't mind Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like him in this. Yes. At any rate, at one point at the end of the movie, they're trying to take down this plane. It's speeding down a oh runway. God. So anyways, somehow they've connected their cars to this thing, and it's actually pulling the plane down. I don't know how that happens. It doesn't. And then at the, in the end, I'm not sure even, like, was there a bomb? I don't even think there was a bomb. Somehow this plane just explodes into nothing. 
Like, it literally is just a ball of fire now. I don't know where the plane went. There's, but apparently there's there's no plane left. There's just fire. And then freaking Vin Diesel comes walking out of the fog. I don't know what's going on. It's so stupid. Every single scene in this movie is stupid. It doesn't make any sense at all. And what's with this stupid... One, at the beginning of the movie, Vin Diesel's living with this blonde chick. And then by the end, he's like with Michelle Rodriguez, a Letty or whatever her name is. Again, why? What's the difference? Yeah, what is going life. on? And what what was wrong with the blonde chick? Like, if... I, I don't get it. There's a scene with her in the movie where she's like, you should go to her. It's like, what? <laughs> like, what is going on? Everybody's got kids. Everybody's like, oh, my God. Okay, plus, well. Plus, Gina Carano was in this. And God, just why? Just go get your face punched in, in the MMA ring. You don't need to be making movies. Yeah. What he I said. I happen to like her. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Do you like her in this movie? I'm looking at the cast right now, it. and I don't even remember John Ortiz being in it. I'm sure he was, but that's a waste. Why yeah. is he in this? Shay Wiggum was in this? I don't remember him in it either. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. Wait, did you see this as much as you saw? Is this the right one? <laughs> did you see much of this as you saw the zone of interest? I will say that I was watching it on my couch. <laughs> I was laying down. <laughs> but... And I was with my dog. And I think if you ask Baxter, Baxter will tell you that I was awake through the entire thing. Okay. Although he may not have been. Me, my But were you playing with your dog or were you actually watching the movie? Oh, I was watching the movie. I did wa And I will say that I woke up at about 6.30 a.m. I came downstairs, put it on, laid down, put a blanket over myself. Fell asleep. Turned the volume down so I wouldn't get the blast of the frick. So I could only hear some of the dialogue because <laughs> I didn't. Terrible. I didn't want to get woken up, but I mean, I didn't want to get get my ears blasted by all this ridiculous noise that was going to go on. All right, you want me to tell you what I thought of this movie? Yeah, okay. I don't, I'm just rambling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are. But the whole, the whole the, that I, one thing <laughs> I can tell you is I saw that whole plane scene, and okay. that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my I'm life. I'm gonna talk but, about and they're that. Jump, they're, they gotta they be to thirty space. feet in the air, and they're jumping out of it into a moving car oh, yeah. like it's nothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like they took a step off the bottom step of yeah. the stairs and and landed perfectly. Okay, before I tell you what I'm gonna tell you about this movie. Yes. Know that I think this was the movie that they went from redonk to motherfucking redonk in oh, yeah. this because it was like, yeah. So I can't tell you what happened in this when you started watching this from a six in this car based physics defying soap opera. Mm -hmm. Basically, they spent the first 20 minutes reintroducing the characters which I think was 35 characters now that's part of their family. So many. It's all about family, though. That things. I was hoping to forget from whichever soap opera-based plot from the previous iteration of this stupidness mm -hmm. that happened before this. There were so many characters in this, both that I didn't care about, but I didn't forget how repulsive Paul Walker and Vin Diesel are together oh my God. in this film. Paul Walker's the worst actor that's ever been. 
Yeah. I I don't I hate to speak ill of the dead, but man, he is just the worst. He's not super If awesome. ever there was someone that, that made it in Hollywood because he's pretty, it's this guy. Not the first or the last. Yeah. Yeah, but the most obvious. Yeah. Yeah, true that. I don't know if this is the one that when they became super spies and they weren't no longer car just drag racers tra- racer dudes it's weird but what i did know <clears throat> is that they were family and they were all stronger together that's right yeah as they have to go find michelle rodriguez because apparently last episode on days of our car lives she I'm died confused maybe? by her character she died i guess in the last one like why was she working with maybe we got to be dared to watch four I anyway i don't get um, it I don't know what was harder to understand. Why five. We watched six this time. Yes. Not four. Whatever. Five was down to Mexico. I just forget. They're all the same. Well, exactly. So why? Nobody nobody dies, but and they keep adding more characters. Here's the problem with these movies, and I'll let you continue in a second, but the problem with these movies is that we're going to watch the same movie over and over again because we're not going to know the difference. You can put Fast and the Furious 6 in again next week and I won't know which one I watched. But you'll remember the plane. I'll watch it again and go, okay, well, this is the same. This seems like the same thing that I just watched. But Oh, there's the plane. Probably, and then I'll say, there's the, <laughs> the plane. plane. I'm, like, I'm plane. like, wow, they put another, they put a ridiculous plane scene in this one too. Like, I won't know the difference. So the, the thing that I don't know is what's harder to understand. Why this movie was made... Or what Vin Diesel was actually saying whenever he spoke. So I fixed that by adding the subtitles on, ah. but still couldn't really understand what he was saying. Mm. The physics yes. was idiotic. Correct. But not F9 level idiotic. Well, no, but there, my, it was a progression. Yeah, so my thoughts on this, and you know, maybe you've got thoughts on this, All right. is that the level of physics idiocracy mm-hmm. is based on the level of the film release. So if it's a six, it's six out of ten for physics idiocy, ah. and a seven is seven level right. physics idiocy until you got space. Remember yeah, when they that did was space? Nine, and that was nine out yeah, of ten. Yeah, and then ten was just ten like ten out of ten. Ten was like ten out of ten. And so Where they 11, all the next one's going to be eleven, <laughs> 11 out of ten. Eleven physics idiocy out level 10. out of ten. Wow, that's going to be something to see. But but that's just that's just the physics side. I'm not talking about all the other stuff that goes yeah, yeah. into these terrible movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah, this was a six out of ten on the phys- <laughs> physics idiocy. I wish scale. it was a six out of ten. As far as you know, Movie how entertaining quality it was, was but yeah, it was a zero. So the car chases were stupid. The gum gun aims of our heroes were too accurate to believe, as well as the fact no one gets shot when they should have. Mm-hmm. The comedy is non-existence, and the story is basically just but going from place to place, smashing cars, shooting, and people talking on comms, saying things like, "Like where are you?" and "I'm driving a car chasing someone," followed by "Turn left." Turn right. Now, drive your car. Go faster. I always forgot how awful these films are until I have to watch one. So I completely hate this franchise. The only joy I got from watching this was Michelle Rodriguez shoots Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. which I cheered for joy. Yes. I was like, please let him die. Please let him die. Yeah, please she, let him die. She meant to just wing For him, me and my family, just make him die. But he just come back in the next one like she did, apparently, like, I guess. Because yeah. like, they all thought she was dead. 
But but just like everything in these movies, he doesn't give me any joy. And a bullet is just a band-aid away from repairing hospital-required surgery, apparently, because he put a band-aid on it and he was much better. Wasn't he? Didn't he like sew it back together? I remember him like sewing his shoulder. Yeah, it was, it was nothing to him. I he think. Was just like he's, he's, Why um, are we still talking about this? Him. Did they have some glue? Did he glue it? Uh, probably bubble gum. There was like a scene. There was a bubble gum or something. See, I was awake. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to spend my time listing out everything about this that was stupid. Please don't. But then the tank that was faster than a souped-up sports car. Yes. And a plane that took 20 minutes of viewing time to take off. How long is that runway? Kind of summed it up. I've never seen a runway in the world that's 20 minutes in time. Oh, man, that's a long runway. And on top of this. Maybe they were doing like a circle. Maybe. They were going in a circle. They were must. They're driving around the world. <laughs> <laughs> going on this plane. This movie was two hours long. It's Fast and the Furious film. Two hours Without too Jason long. Momoa. These are awful. Th yes. These are, you know what? People, if you really want to torture us, just get us to watch the entire franchise again. Just, that's the way to get us. That's what we should do one day. Just watch them all back to back. No, I'm, I can't take that much. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. So you got to pick from my bag. I what though? Yeah. No, they're all there somewhere. It's newly minted just for you. Wow, that's a lot. Oh yeah, I filled this. I filled this baby up. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do the same for you. Oh uh, no, you got still lots left. No, this is empty. I, I gotta find his. I got a few. Uh, mine's in. Mine's a gray bag. Oh, I thought that was empty. Uh, I think there's one or two in there. I don't know where it is. Oh, there's a, there's a lot. Yeah, I got one. All right, let's have it. Uh, no idea what this is. It's called. 100 girls. Nice. No idea what it is. What's 100 girls? And just so you know, um, it's from the year 2000, and it did play in cinemas, Was so you'll be excited it? about that. Um, and if you can't find it, you can buy it from Amazon. Five bucks. And it stars Jonathan Tucker, James DiBellio. Uh-huh. Catherine Heigl. Catherine oh, Heigl. Excellent. Hey, Jamie Presley's in it. <laughs> That's right. There's a hundred girls. There's a lot in this cast. That's for sure. There's like one one guy. There's a hundred girls, Bryce. Two guys. Hey, David Nusser of Real Film Reviews says you could certainly do worse. <laughs> there you go. I'm excited. Wesley Lovell of Apollo Guide says, as insightful as teen romances come, 100 <laughs> Girls is an examination of one guy's search for the perfect girl. Sounds awesome. I'm, I'm in. And it stars Catherine Heigl. And it stars, well, she's in it. I don't know that it stars her. I think it stars Jonathan Tucker. Well, the DVD exclusive awards, 2001, yeah. gave it best editing. All right, there you go. And best actress was nominated hey. for Emmanuel. What's her name? There you go, Emmanuel. What's her name? Winner, hey. winner. All right. Well. All right then. Do we know where we find our music now, Mur? <laughs> yeah, I've I've fixed that problem. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Rangers, for listening. Thanks, to extended Film Rage family. You can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer, for the voice of Rager Dare. 
find us everywhere on social media at FilmRageYYC. Check out everything FilmRage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Public. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or email us at FilmRageCalvary at gmail.com. Dare to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do... Please, 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 pretty, please, please, please. I'll make us a rage. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on.